Welcome to Hughes Spotlight. It is warm and toasty here in our Hughes studio and it is really awful outside, but hey, it's winter. And I want to thank Brandon for coming in on this wintry night, but hey, it's your debut on Hughes Spotlight and thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Okay, so Brandon Post, singer-songwriter and a local guy just trying to make music. So let's start at where did music become a passion for you? Um, my dad and I used to go to a lot of guitar shops when I was young and just kind of, he was a guitarist and exploring guitars and just having fun and not really purchasing anything necessarily, but we would go and, um, and I heard somebody playing the electric guitar when I was about eight and that, I was just hooked. I thought that's what I want to sound like, that's what I'd like to do. So I said, Dad, can I buy an electric guitar? And he said, if you practice guitar every day for a year and save your money, then yeah, let's do it. Okay, and do you remember the first song that you learned to play? Please uh, don't say Stairway to Heaven. No, it had to be Beatles, like uh, Day Tripper or um, prop, or like Bach, Ode to Joy or something like that, some melody like that. So. <laughs> okay, and then graduating and getting into songwriting. I mean, if you look at the world of music today, Brandon, and when you started, first mm -hmm. started when you picked up that guitar, man, has it changed? Yes, very much so. Uh, so now, how have you kind of acclimated and you know finding your way in this big huge stream of music yeah I think teachability like staying um, humble and teachable and uh, listening to new ideas is really important so uh, appreciating the older stuff um, one of my favorite singer-songwriters is Ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie so I can't kind of came up on that and of course McCartney and Lennon and stuff but then all the way through to Julia Michaels or newer people like that it's really exciting to stay open and, um, yeah, not put limits on yourself in terms of what you like and what you don't like. Okay, so creating music, that's your passion, but you are also married and mm -hmm. have a family, so balance has to come into this whole play. Yes, and um, my very, very supportive wife understands what it's like to support musicians, and her dad is also a recording and touring artist. And so she grew up with that and understands what it's like to pursue songwriting and singing and performing and things. So uh, there's moments of tension where you're like, wow, oh man, I wish the show didn't start so late or whatever it is. But yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thankful to have a very good support base. So do you bounce ideas off of her or, you know, how does that whole kind of symbiotic you know, making a song and making it real come alive? Yeah, it took some time because I, I started writing songs when I was 13. Uh, met her when I was 16, we started dating when I was 19, so uh, kind of took some time and eventually felt more like, oh, I can share my songs with you. And actually the song I'm about to play later um, is something I heard her say. Uh, she said something about money and guts is the name of the song. And so I, I ra ran off to my studio and then wrote the song and didn't really hear much of what she said. <laughs> so I had to go back and then ask her what she was talking about. But, I just yeah. got so excited. Yeah, inspiration. So does the story and the words come first or the melody and the music? Um, it's, it's two things. Um, I have ideas that I'm cooking on and things that I'm thinking about and ideas that I'm passionate about. And the other side is practicing the guitar and uh, having that constantly going. And sometimes when I get passionate, of, passionate mm -hmm. enough about an idea, the things come together. And then all of a sudden you say, okay, is this worthy of a song? How strong is this? And you bounce it off of your people that you trust and then uh, see whether you should really pursue it. So. And have you ever had a song that you, oh, this is going to be so good, and it turned out to be so bad? 
Yep. I, I bounced <laughs> some things off of people and they were like, this is garbage. And I thought it was like, I was like really excited about it. Um, and it's good to stay egoless or mm -hmm. open-handed. Yeah. Well, tough skin, right? You really have to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so are you more of a hands-on, you want to do it everything from, you know, A to Z? Or you talked about bouncing ideas off and people that you collaborate with. Mm -hmm. Are you doing more of that now, collaborating with people in production, in songwriting? Uh, the tech side, I'm not super skilled at. Um, mm -hmm. I rely on a lot of other people who, are who have dedicated their lives to that to really guide me in that. In terms of songwriting, um, if, you, if the ego is not in the room when you come into the room with a song, the song always improves. Mm -hmm. You hear a new idea and somebody's like, well, what if we did this? And it always just gets better. So tech side, I would say I rely a lot on other people for um, music, I would say, or sorry, the songwriting is more collaborative. Right. Who do you look up to now, maybe locally and then internationally as artists? Okay. Uh, locally, mm -hmm. um, my favorite has been Brothers Landers since I was, since <laughs> 2013. Um, but I'm not from Manitoba originally, and I was kind of making my way here and finding what, out what it meant to be here. And my friend Joel showed me their record, and I just went, oh, if this is coming out of Manitoba, holy smokes. Uh, what a cool place to live. And so that's a big one. Internationally, Brandy Carlisle, Katie Pruitt, um, Marcus King, he, guitar player, but mm -hmm. the two aforementioned are singer-songwriters out of, I don't know where they're from, but uh, Americana kind of stuff. Right, right. Now, if you look at all of our big festivals now, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Winnipeg Folk Fest and or Country Fest mm -hmm. might be in your alleyway of where you want to go to. Yeah, Dauphin would be really fun to play. I mm -hmm. think Folk Fest would probably fit my style of music just a little bit more because the the avenue is a bit more Americana than true country. Mm -hmm. But um, I got to play Dauphin last year with Tyler Dopino, uh, and that was just a blast. It's a it's a <laughs> wild wild time. Okay, so now let's talk about performing because mm -hmm. everybody you know that I talk to, you get bitten by the bug, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Whether it's five people out there. Or 500 mm. and so for you is every show like the same adrenaline you know the same giver 110 percent in terms of performing in general I think for me it's sort of a live with or die without kind of thing like y you have this internal drive that is just kind of defies reason at times and it, it's it's your lifeblood and you feel at home when you're on the stage um, so that's performing for me um, the atmosphere of the show mm -hmm. has to do with how well I've taken care of myself beforehand. So if I feel like I've done the self-care and the rest and the, <laughs> like I'm, I'm at peace with my people and everything, then the show goes really well and it has nothing to do with how many people come. Um, it has more to do with am I right with my people and have I put in my own effort? Have I really put in my 100%? And that's so true. When we come to a show, we just are looking at Brandon. We want to see Brandon Post and up there being the rock star, but we don't understand all of the things, all the minutiae that happens before mm -hmm. a show. So let's talk about your whole wellness thing, because that's huge now. We, we know we talk about mental health, and how many artists have we heard that have, you know, stopped shows or quit because of their mental health? Mm. How do you deal with it? Plus, your husband and a father. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the basic stuff that everybody will, well, most people will be able to say, rest and exercise and um, eating well and eating enough. And or um, The other things are 
creating space and not being too busy. I, I feel pretty bombarded by my phone recently. Mm. Not necessarily that it's anybody's fault, but like I feel like it demands my attention and I kind of work for it instead of it working for me. And that steals my peace a bit. Um, sometimes it's really silly things. Like we got to a show last November and the ignition of my car snapped in half and I was <laughs> stranded there for 24 hours. And <laughs> so I put it out of my head. We played the show and then at 1.30 in the morning, I got back in my car and said, okay, what do we do? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so that's really, I guess, putting things into perspective. Social media, though, can also eat you up. Yes, it's very consuming. Um, and the algorithms, the way they feed you more and more of what you want, it's, uh, it's quite almost <laughs> addictive in a sense. And as an artist, you have to be on it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like to gain your followers, to have, you know, how many hits or whatever on your, on your videos. How do you deal with it? Or do you do a lot of it on your own? I do all of it on my own. I haven't ventured into TikTok, which I'm sure I'm about a million years late to. Um, but I do find that um, a smaller number of really dedicated followers is much more important than a large number of sort of what you would say cool or like um, not as dedicated followers. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones you want, right? Yes. The ones that will come out to your shows and see you. All right, so we are in person. There are shows now happening. Mm -hmm. What's up for Brandon Post? Yeah, so we're playing Osborne Tap House on the 10th of December. We're opening for Bull Rider Band. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm very excited about that because we've had some conversations with them for quite a few years and pandemic kind of uh, made us wait and now it's kind of finally coming together. Oh, so exciting and yeah, you know, and into that holiday season and the year end. Where do you see yourself, Brandon, going from here? I ha I'm sitting on some songs that I love and I genuinely believe are the best songs I've ever written. Um, having written them with some people, Erica Fowler, um, Alan Penner, um, and I really believe in these songs and I'm just finding the right way to get them out to you. So. Okay, and hopefully, yes, you are going to play one of those songs. Yes, we're playing, tonight. we're previewing one of those songs tonight. Uh, well, you know what? It's been so nice to finally meet you. And we just want to all support local music because we've been craving it and we really mm. do need it. And always love to hear new sounds and new faces on stage. So thank you so much. Brandon is going to be back with a new song. But right now, we are going to an interview with Akawi. He is bringing together culture and music to set no bounds on how to tell a story. Welcome to Hugh Spotlight, Akawi. I hope I pronounced that right. It's a beautiful name. Does it mean anything? I thank you for having me. Yes, you did pronounce it well. Um, it's actually my, 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 my father heard an indigenous song in the radio. He, he heard the word Akawi. This is like I'm fucking in the 80s. And years later, I found out by a friend, indigenous friend here, and, and she said, like, I think your name comes from Akawinzi. And I asked my dad, like, do you think that's what it was? He's like, you know what? I don't remember, but maybe. And Akawinzi means 
male energy from Earth or masculine energy from Earth in uh, Anishinaabe. Wow. So that's pretty crazy, but that's the closest I have. But it wasn't. It was my name comes from an indigenous song from uh, Turtle Island from Canada. Amazing. So I mean, let's talk about your cultural background because it is so rich and it does influence your music too as well. So the story about you. Akuma. Yeah, um, I was born and raised pretty much in Montreal. I lived uh, in Vancouver when I was uh, younger too. I flew to Chile many, many times as a kid. And um, I, my, my, my dads are, are Chilean, mom and dad Chilean. And uh, I, I flew as a kid uh, many times to Chile. And uh, I, um, I started performing, doing Andean music with my dad here in um, busking. That's what my father did for his whole life. So I grew up really um, close to my indigenous background. I'm Mapuche Chilean from my dad on my dad's side. Wow, so interesting. And, and we're, we're hearing a little bit of uh, conversation in the background because you are in a coffee shop. And that's, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it, the neighborhood and where you live really does influence you too as well, correct? As a of musician? course, that's, I just got back from Chile three weeks ago. And um, and I realized, you know, coming back to Montreal, you, even Canada, but I'm going to talk Montreal. I live in the Plateau Mont Royal, where which um, my, I grew up here. This is where I, I I've lived my, my most of my my whole life in Montreal. Um, so much culture, you know. Just here, um, talking with you from a different background, uh, but even in Canada, it's something that in, in other country you 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 don't experience, you don't have. So it's a blessing here. Grew up with um, with African, Asian friends, Latino, uh, European, Portuguese. You know, so it's it's really it's really amazing. Well, and I mean, let's talk about that too. Music on a global sense, and sending a message or having a message to send out. Uh, your your one song and the video is so powerful. How important is it for you, Akawi, to get your message out? and to help people. Because really right now we're living in a time where we all need a little help, right? Exactly it. Uh, as a, I'm a urban Latin artist and, in, and I think it's a little bit of political and engaged in the cause. Um, beginning by what my parents had to live uh, running away from the dictatorship from Pinochet, you know. So right away from the bat, you know what they had to live, you know, like many, um, many families that had to come to Canada, you know, because let's be honest here, if you leave your country, it's because something, if you had to immigrate to somewhere, it's because something wasn't right in the, in your, you know, that's why you, the only reason why you, why you want to leave your country and your whole family. Um, nobody comes, nobody leaves their family just for, for the sake of it and like, oh, I'm going to go to, to the United States, Canada, no, you leave because you have to there's there was something going on wrong so growing up with that in in mind and doing a music it, it's super important for me to to um to put those causes up front you know and putting it in in the urban genre music it's it's really hard because right now what we hear it's 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 it talks about more about you know they sell you these these ideas about sexualizing women a lot of making a lot of money and the drugs so it's kind of a it's kind of a challenge to put a, a message out there in the urban music 
and at the same time, cool, you know. But uh, I, I love I love challenges, and I love what I do. And you mix a lot of those cool sounds too. I mean, the rap, and then your background with the Chilean and Andalusian music. It is. It takes you as a listener to a different place, and I'm. I want music to do that again, right? You know, sort of that escapism. Yeah, exactly. It. Um, my, my the album that I'm working on is going to be released uh, in, in in a month. In a month, a few weeks. It's called El Futuro Estribal, the future tribal, and it's really what I've I've been putting out there. There's so many things cultural that can be um, that could be just taken from many cultures you know and 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 music every culture has its own music but it's it always stays in the folklorical and 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 i don't think it should be like that you know and and that's where that's where um i, I come in and i try to put my um the sound that it escaped and i see when when i play live uh, people see it people feel it and they they come it's like yo that that sound that drumming or that flute or that rapping that that whole uh, atmosphere that you put on stage it's amazing so it, it blends in together and it took it took me a little bit of time to to adjust you know to mm -hmm. to make it blend in well you've done an amazing job what is it like for you uh to be a musician in Canada now, um, I guess everybody dreams of making it big in LA or New York or, or whatever, but to be big here in Canada, can it happen? Um, to be honest, make it big here in Canada, um, I would have to really start singing in, in English first, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's be realistic. Um, there is a circuit here for, well here, the interesting thing here is that we call what I do world music and down south it's pop right away because it's language. But I think Canada is, is uh, growing. There's a few um, like Alex Cuba, mm -hmm. uh, Lido Pimienta, you know from Toronto, Jessie Reyes who's, who's Colombian uh, from origin but she, she raps most and sings most in English. But um, there's, a, there's, there's like of course, there's a there's a scene for 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 people like 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 us like me, um, and I th I think it one day at a time. Mm -hmm. I have um, dreams of going like like you know maximum uh, the potential, but um, festivals here. There's a lot of festivals in Canada we could do, and um, and also going down south, Mexico, Chile, Colombia. That's um that's um that's a, a possibility here. Oh, well, the future looks bright for you. We have a great festival called the Winnipeg Folk Fest. I think that you would be wonderful uh, to have an Put me in contact with, with the manager. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Yes. He loves the world beat music, and I think there definitely is a spot, especially when we, have, or we are becoming you know, a country with open doors and we embrace everybody. And uh, thank you so much, Akawi, for your music. I'm going to let you introduce your video because I think there is a story behind it. It's an amazing video. And it's totally, the message is definitely there. Thank you very much, um, Tracy, for having me. So now I'm going to leave you guys with uh, Nueva Era, New Era, uh, featuring uh, Nelson Taguna, who's an uh, Inuit uh, beatbox throat singer. 
uh, and uh, Nescapi Violent Ground uh, rap from Nescapi Nation. Uh, this video was shot here in Montreal. I, it's the first music video that I artistically directed. I'm super happy with that. And um, the dancers you're going to see in the music video are from the Nyata Nyata dance group, Afro-Contemporanean dance group here in Montreal. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy and, 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 and get the message right. <laughs> Ya no aguanta chango, sonó la alarma, K.O. K.O. La injusticia de siglos serán reveladas. La educación es arma, al pueblo no te engaña. Súmate entonces a esta noble batalla. Vamos creciendo con fuerza, ni derecha ni de izquierda. Aquí se sude raza, llegó la nueva era. El puño en alto por las calles, vamos caminando la gente de la tierra hoy. Toma las riendas. Quisieron humillarnos, enterrarnos, aplastarnos. Oye, mira qué alegría. Éramos semilla, tu mente racional, matar, dividir y conquistar. Como el patriarcado, eso pasó de moda. Robarle al pobre para tu bolsillo poder llenar. Déjame decirte que, ja, no estás en nada. La ñuque mapu se defiende como hueso santo. Y vete a la mierda con tu puto Monsanto. I know the highly stereo and never vision no native only trying to do better empower my people but don't get negative they fuck with our image but we keep continuing living the daily struggling only for pain to suffer it not a good thing money nothing get that me squid every day we live another day is gone feeling drained ain't nobody calling for my name I remain the unknown protecting my homeland so I prove to myself no quit that will continue to walk forward like my ancestors always meant to no man said it's moving like the habitat but even after that I act like the bad and simple savage too sometimes it's got me thinking sit down and wondering how come I'm lucky enough to breathe in since I avoided the outcome no stereotypical engine no death of end of the outrun too tired of playing the victim so you make the music about one
Thanks so much for joining us and listening. My name is Brandon Post. The song I'm about to play is called Money and Guts. It's a song about combining uh, your courage and your resources. And maybe you don't need the same resources you think you do in order to uh, complete your dreams. Yeah, Money and Guts, it comes from something I heard my partner say. She was talking about uh, home decor, actually. She said, I wish I had the money and the guts to change things up. Uh, and I didn't hear much after that. I ran off to my studio and wrote this song. I wish I had the money or the guts just to change things up, she said. But I got bills that I do and my courage just fell through again. Wish I could say I was free, but the ad on TV says I ain't. So I bought a new car using three credit cards I don't own. Now we've talked for long enough, I got a feeling good stuff is coming our way. I don't know where we're going, but it feels like we're going nowhere. Got the stones or the bones to really ever make it out of here. Feeling lost and afraid, you'll never make the grave. Life will have us played with no money and no guts. Can't make up my mind, feeling smaller all the time, he said. Four walls, two floors, one roof hanging over my head. Now we've talked for too long and the sun's long gone where we stick to what we said. I don't know where we're going, but it feels like we're going nowhere. Ain't got the stones or the bones to really ever make it out of here. And afraid you'll never make the grade. This life will have us played with no money and no guts. With no money and no guts. I ain't got no, no money and no guts. I ain't got no, no money and no guts. I ain't got no, no money and no guts. I ain't got no. Money and no guts, I ain't got no. No money and no guts, I ain't got no. No money and no guts, no. Ooh, I don't know where we're going, but it feels like we're going nowhere. It can't all be that bad, we can find a simple way. If you're living and get paid, this life will have you played with no money and no guts. With no money and no guts.
And the crowd goes wild. Oh, no. Thank you so much, Brandon. And uh, showtime again, December 10th, I believe. December 10th, yeah. We're, doors open at 8. Okay. All right. Brandon Post, go out and support local music. We'll see you next time right here on Spotlight. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.